Welcome to the Patriot Angle Podcast, a podcast unfiltered, unscripted, raw. Your host, Mike. Rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Alright folks, welcome to another edition here to the Patriot Angle Podcast. Uh, let's get the show started. Um, folks, I want to get into uh, what's going on with the uh, with the Biden administration. It, it, this this, um, this president, like I said, is, is, uh, is going to levels that um, I thought I would never uh, imagine. And what I mean by that now is Biden, folks, he wants to uh, basically uh, uh, illustrate every type of law uh, that they're telling him. And what I mean by them is, you know, we all know that Biden is basically becoming um, the uh, the radical left's puppet, so to speak. And uh, it's getting bad, folks. It's getting really, really, really bad. Folks, this is now a uh, a president that resembles a little bit like Jimmy Carter, right? We've seen Jimmy Carter um, in the late 70s roll out, you know, really crazy uh, erratic policy, political policy throughout his uh, presidential tenure. Um, and folks, it's, it's getting bad. It's getting really, 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 really bad. And what I mean by that is that what we are seeing right now is a huge growth of inflation, income inflation. And it's getting bad, folks. We've seen the inflation through the Carter uh, era of his presidency, and it's basically uh, rolling out to the Biden uh, administration. Uh, We're seeing a lot of similarity between Carter and Biden. They are very, 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 very similar. Um, I want to plug into the show here, uh, Newt Gingrich, uh, basically given his uh, opinion here, (laughs) uh, you know, towards Biden. And what I'm talking about between the both similarities between Carter and uh, and uh, Joe Biden. Very, very similar in a lot of different ways. Check this out, guys. Every single day. Uh, and and uh, um, I think that Biden is, has very limited capacity to understand and to decide and to articulate. I mean, just watch him. Uh, but he's also trapped because the left on almost every one of these issues, uh, sees the world in a way that doesn't work. I mean, it's as though somebody came rushing in and said, I've got a great new idea for uh, making hot coffee. We'll put it in the freezer. Uh, You could figure out pretty soon that ain't going to work. So take crime. We know the Dinkins and liberals failed. We know that Giuliani succeeded. So what's the answer? Well, the answer when New York has a 200% increase in crime in one year is drop everything Giuliani did that worked and keep everything that Dinkins and the liberals did that failed. And you have to say, 
What did they think was going to happen? Um, I, I think the pipeline problem is a much deeper problem in that we just paid $5 million to a criminal organization to recruit more people to, to rob more places. Uh, and hacking uh, is, is really a threat to our entire civilization because of the degree to which we all rely now uh, on things that are more effective. ATM machines are great. What happens if the Chinese close them down? Uh, it's terrific to be able to go pump gas. What happens if a Russian hacking group just closes off the gas pumps? Uh, yeah, what happens to that, folks? What happens uh, when we have a foreign enemy, like quite recently, that hacked into our, 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 our pipeline, the largest American fuel pipeline that we have in the country? Is that is it that easy for a foreign uh, enemy or a source to hack into our system that easy? Is it that easy to manipulate a form of government that we have in office now? Is it that easy, folks? I mean, what you are seeing is weak-minded policies by this president. I've been saying it for months, folks. This president is not fit to run the Oval Office. And we'll get into more into the show later on that we may have, believe it or not, folks, and this has been talked about on other podcasts and other uh, hosts have been getting into this subject. We may be having a shadow president pretty much running the show, and I'll get that. I'll get more into detail on that topic uh, later on uh, on the podcast here today. But uh, you know, New, Nuke Ingrich is right. I mean, he's right, folks. We have a weak-minded president. A lot of similarity between him and Jimmy Carter. A lot of similarity. We've seen inflation skyrocket during the Carter uh, era, and we're seeing it right now under the uh, excuse me the Biden era. We're seeing it worse. The jobs are there, folks. It's just we don't have the means to fill the jobs. And what I mean by that is when you have now hiring signs all over the place, folks. They're, they're all over the place. And every every state in this country has a now hiring sign. It's it basically uh, uh, just about every business you see when you drive down the road, you see a now hiring sign. And it's all over the place. The problem is, folks, we don't have a problem with the jobs in this country. There's a lot. There's 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 so many jobs. The problem is we don't have enough people to fill those jobs. And what I mean by that is when you rolled out COVID relief policies saying, don't you worry, we're going to extend the COVID emergency unemployment relief plan. You're influencing people to stay home and the government is going to willing to pay for these people to stay home on their butts and watch uh, TV. You know, I'm told $300 a week. That's $1,200 a month, folks. And where is that coming out of? coming right out of the uh, the American taxpayer right out of the American taxpayer so you're telling me uh, as a president uh, it's okay to sit home and collect off of the taxpayer that's willing to work bust their ass and and willing to do the job 
But then it, 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 there's nothing wrong for somebody to collect off of a hardworking individual. Where's the work ethic, folks? Where is the work ethic? Check more about the uh, their reaction here from uh, from Gingrich. Oh, boy, you got to listen to this, folks. Keep score. Now, you said something that's really important I want to build on, and that is inflation is a hidden tax. The real Biden tax is this inflation. And it's making every American poorer. You're about 4% poorer than you were a year ago because the dollar doesn't buy as much. Uh, and so when Biden says he's not going to tax anybody under $400,000, no, as long as you don't buy gasoline, you don't buy electricity, you don't buy food, you don't pay for a house, uh, I mean, <laughs> go down the list of everything you're paying for because it's all being inflated. And I think that that's a key part of this. One, one last thing. The, the idiots who think that electric vehicles are a solution to the cost of fuel, forget that at the other end of the line, you have to make the electricity. So you're either going to use coal, which China is right. doubling down on and building many more coal plants. You're going to use nuclear. You're going to use solar. You're going to use wind. You're going to use oil. Or gas. You're going to use something. But it's not like you know Tesla emerges from heaven and angels drive it around for you. I mean, not only do you, do you have to pay the founder of Tesla, you got to pay for the electricity every single day. Uh, and and uh, I think that that's where the, you, that's you right. have to wonder, you know, do, do these people, did the brains all kind of just drip out sometime over the last 20 years? Or what are we dealing with? <laughs> Yeah, folks. Um, what are we dealing with? We're dealing with a president that is creating more problems than willing to solve them. He's creating economic problems. He's creating fuel shortage problems. I mean, there's some states that have 60-70% out of fuel already. They're out of fuel, 60-70%. Some states as high as 90%. 90%. <laughs> Go up to the Capitol right now, Washington, D.C. Will they report that on the uh, on the media, the mainstream media? No. Washington, folks, I don't know if you know it, though, but our Capitol has 90 percent uh, percent, 90 percent. Yeah, that's damn near 100 percent out of fuel. Can you believe this, folks? It's terrible. Terrible. I mean, I... Folks, it's, it's getting bad. I mean, as much as I want to say here, as much as, uh, you know, like I said, there's a comparison between Carter and Biden. I do not recall Carter trying to destroy our country. Biden just needs to be impeached. No doubt about it. Needs to be impeached. Needs to go. Bye-bye. We need a new president in the Oval Office, folks. Because this president uh, clearly is not serving uh, his citizens. He has no idea what the hell he is doing or supposed to be doing. I mean, you know, if you heard the video, I just plugged into the show. Like him or not, Gingrich makes so much more sense than Biden 
of what he's talking about, uh, inflation. I mean, because a lot of people are starting to come to calling uh, Joe Biden Inflation Joe. I mean, literally, Inflation Joe is causing so much damage to this country. It's unbelievable, folks. It's really bad. Especially when he said inflation is the real Biden tax on all of us. Yeah, that's what Newt Gingrich uh, said. I mean, literally, you want me to repeat it again? The real Biden tax is on all of us, the inflation. Oh, it sounds great on paper. Print money out. You know, let's give out more stimulus. Folks, did you also hear what Newt Gingrich said about the uh, about the minimum? We're at a minimum, folks. We are now, according to uh, economic polls, and Newt Gingrich is right on this on on this topic. We are four percent poorer this year in 2021 than we were last year in 2020. Yeah, we were going through a. Uh, a uh, beginning uh, and a uh, and a middle point of the uh, pandemic, but uh, we're like we're we're now four percent poorer this year because he's just taxing the hell out of all of us. He's taxing everything. He's making bad political decisions, and look what it's doing. It's causing destruction in our country, folks. This White House is even worse during this administration than it was during the last administration. Of course, yes, uh, you know, everybody was upset because uh, of the mean tweets coming from uh, Donald Trump. But I tell you what, folks, I'd rather have those mean tweets and gasoline prices at like $1.50, $1.25 than they are now. I mean, some of the, some, some of the prices are, what, $6, $7 at some points. I've got we're seeing a we're seeing another uh, uh, flashback throwback of uh, of the Obama era when Obama skyrocketed the uh, the gas prices, right? But I think it's much worse now because back then, I I, I, I was relating to you know Biden and Carter very close, but you know. Folks, I think it's much worse now because Carter constantly mishandled crisis. He constantly mishandled the crisis, but you know he he tried his best to you know to 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 fix them, and he did fix a couple of them. But Biden, Biden is literally creating crisis and not fixing a damn thing about it. Eh, he's just letting it slip by. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You know we'll. Uh, well, hopefully, ho- hopefully things will get better. That, that's that, that's his uh, that's his reaction to everything. Yeah, hopefully I'll get better. Hopefully I'll get better, folks. It, if you have a president that thinks like that, it that that's bad, folks. Biden is a joke as our so-called president. Look around the world, folks, and watch what is happening. While other countries are testing America each and every day, what does Biden do? absolutely nothing look at the israel conflict right now what is biden doing about the israel conflict the israeli government has biden uh mentioned any type of uh ground support air support from our army or or any anything from from our military that we're going to help out no hasn't done a damn thing ignoring 
our greatest ally in the world. Folks, it's getting bad. But what does Biden do? Oh, Biden just purchased 200 million vaccination doses that Trump negotiated with Moderna and Pfizer last year. And then after placing the first order for 150 million doses, he copied Trump by sending out a second stimulus check without deciding who really needed help and how much. Biden also gave in to the hackers from Russia who cyber attacked the colonial pipeline without doing anything to stop them. He is reversing some of his executive orders, Trump's executive orders, that reversed what Trump accomplished. The wall building has basically been restarted. Yeah, after Biden uh, said, oh, well, we don't really need the border because it comes down to uh, a, 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 a racism uh, 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 subject. That's a re- That image of the wall represents racism. What? I couldn't believe that crap when I heard that. So now all of a sudden, the the um, the wall building has basically been restarted. So Biden's gonna take uh, credit off of that, like 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 he's been doing this whole time uh, with the uh, uh, with the uh, with the uh, accomplishments that that Trump has uh, accomplished in his four years. Biden is basically taking credit for every damn thing that Trump has done. Yeah. I mean, and then on top of that, oh, did you hear that one part where he pissed off Putin by calling him a murderer, but refuses to meet face and face with him? Yeah, big words, Biden. Uh, you know, big mighty words by doing that, folks. This this leader is not only demented and suffering from dementia, but he's just a world class idiot that has no idea what the hell he's doing or what he's supposed to be doing. And then on top of that. He placed our vice president in charge of the border for 58 days ago. Which she still has not yet visited or done anything to stop the illegals. And he doesn't seem to care. Neither of them do. This whole administration doesn't understand what is truly happening at our border. What's truly happening around the world. Poverty is rising here in America. There's more homeless on the side of the road than there was last year and three years prior to that. Folks, nothing is happening on a positive note under this uh, president. Nothing. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. If this president, like I said, gets reelected in three and a half years, God will, God will help help this country, please. This country needs to be uh, restored back to its glory. It, it does. With that, folks, we'll be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere.
know how to get a free phone service and a new tablet. Q-Link Wireless is a government program, giving you unlimited data, talk, and text on America's largest 5G network entirely for free. Who wouldn't love to get rid of their cell phone bill? Contracts? Gone. Monthly bill? Gone. Fees? Totally gone. New customers are getting a new tablet. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now. Visit QLinkWireless.com all right, folks, we're back here on the show. Back here on the show, folks. Um, talking about the uh, corruption, the continued corruption and lack of political policies that has nothing to do with uh, benefiting uh, our citizens or any average American under this administration. Um, I want to plug in here now uh, Biden's response here. <laughs> Biden is now given another uh, response in the effortness of, uh, of, 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 of the, the vaccination, the COVID. Uh, just, folks, this, this is what I'm talking about here. I'm going to plug it in here in a minute or two. But, uh, you know, folks, this, this is... Um, the real problems that we're suffering from in this country, this president is not delivering. He's not delivering on a lot. And, uh, I mean, check this out, folks. This is this is the president talking now. Yeah, this is his response here to, to, to what the things that he should be saying, he's not saying at all. He's, like, literally kind of going backwards on a lot of stuff. I mean, this is our... This is our commander-in-chief. This is our president. This is our leader of the free world. I mean, are you kidding me? Well, check this out, guys. 19 here at home. Steps were taken to fight COVID internationally. And an important tax cut for families with children under the age of 18. And uh, that's where I'm going to start. Today is tax day when, uh, when everyone's taxes are due. No one likes to pay taxes, I know. My dad used to say it's a small price to live in this country. But I want to tell everyone with children why, as they're filling their taxes, to filing their taxes today, they should know that a new tax cut will be coming their way for working class and middle class folks and very soon. As everyone knows, I firmly believe, we firmly believe, the need to make our tax system work for the middle class. That's why I think we should ask corporations in the top 1% to start paying their fair share and why we should crack down on millionaires and billionaires who escape taxes by cheating. But I also think we need to give ordinary families... What the hell is he talking about? ...a tax break to help them with the cost of raising their kids. Do you hear this, folks? Now he's praising that he's going he's gonna to roll out a tax plan for middle-class workers... Uh, To show big corporations and, and companies that they have to pay, pay their fair share of taxes to stop ripping off the middle class. Folks, this is nothing new. I mean, did, wasn't this rolled out under the Trump administration? I mean, this guy is talking like, he, you know, he's just rolling it out now. I mean, Joe, I mean, we, we, we've been there already with these type of taxes. I mean, there's nothing new. You're not doing anything new here. 
This is rolled out before with Trump. You're literally ripping off every type of policy and executive order that Trump signed. It's already been signed in place. What the hell? You mean you're going to sign a bill? The bill's already there, Joe. What are you talking about? Listen to this crap, guys. It's most people don't know it, but for uh, by July the 4th, seven states have already done this. Getting vaccinated has never been easier. Oh, now he's talking about we the vaccination. 80,000 locations where you can get a shot. 90% of you live within five miles of one of those locations. Oh, see, he, 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 he's not going to stop with the damn vaccination. I mean, this, this guy's going to, he's going to go, he's going to go to levels where, you know, uh, just, just the, I mean, God willing, he doesn't make it a damn law where he's going to force somebody to take a damn shot. I mean, it's your body, your choice, right? I mean, right? I mean, you know, it's, it's isn't it up to the, uh, the American under the Constitution, Joe, where if they want to take the shot or not, you can't force that. I mean, folks, this, uh, he won't stop with the damn vaccinations. Uh, to, listen to more of this crap. It's terrible. You can now find a vaccine site near you by texting your zip code to 438829. 438829. Your zip code and that number. You'll get all the places near you. Many places don't require an appointment. Just walk in and get the shot. It's free, and everyone our excess supply, as that supply is delivered to us. But that won't be nearly enough. We need what we need to do is lead an, an, an entirely new effort. An oh, effort stop it right there! This guy, I'm telling you, he goes from repeating the same policy. The help on taxes from the Trump administration, he rolling it out like he's just, oh, I, I just created a good plan for Americans. I mean, you know, Joe, it's a little too late, buddy. Uh, we, we, the, the bill is already signed. Trump signed it already. Like, what are you doing, man? I mean, seriously. Seriously. He won't stop with the vaccination. Turn, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I mean, he won't stop. He's continuing with the, with this, with this, uh, this COVID crap, it's terrible. Terrible. I mean, the real crisis here in America, folks, is labor. Yeah, why don't you talk about that, Joe? Why don't you talk about the labor crisis? We don't have a job crisis. There's a lot of jobs out there, Joe. Yeah, you should be talking about, you know, uh, getting people to work and stop influencing them to stay home and collect the, uh, the Biden check of $300 a week. And that's what's killing our economy, Joe. You, you know, you're keeping people uh, home instead of influencing them to go get a job. I mean, that's the real crisis. I mean, seriously. Hey, check this out, guys. Uh, balloons surrounding a small business. And I thought, well, this must be some kind of big promotion going on. Reminding me, we sometimes see in, in car lots to get the attention of people driving by. So we turned in. It turns out it was all about hiring. We're trying to get people to come to the small business because they needed to hire more people. It's the number one issue I'm hearing from my small businesses across Montana. We can't get enough people to fill the jobs. It is truly a labor crisis, not a job crisis. And anytime you're paying people more to stay home than to go back to work, it's going to create this perverse incentive. And as Marco said, this is not about laziness. It's about logic. You do the math. Yeah. There's no reason to come back to work. I'm very proud of our governor in Montana, Governor Greg Gianforte, nine days ago, he boldly stepped out and said, we're going to end the 
federal unemployment benefit of $300 a week. Great. He also said we're going to pay a $1,200 bonus if you come back to work. I'm pleased to report nine other states, now 13, we just found out this morning, have joined Montana in stopping this $300 a week additional supplement that's causing people to stay home. We firmly believe that people are better off to get now get a paycheck versus a government check. And we just heard a report this morning from a motel in my state of Montana who said prior to Governor Gianforte's action in Montana, they were getting one applicant a week. In the last 72 hours, they've received 60. It start- wow, that's great. That was uh, you just heard a, uh, a sound clip on the show here uh, from Senator Steve Daines of uh, the great state of Montana, basically saying Montana is now the 13th state that's uh, that's joining the effort to to end the uh, the unemployment checks in their states. You know, get those people off those government checks that, that that's, that's destroying our economy. That's 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 the biggest threat right now, folks, of our economic uh, recovery plan is the uh, the government checks or what we're calling it the Biden checks. Right. Yeah. Stay home. We'll give you a three hundred dollar check every week. Folks, what is that doing? It's going to create a large sum of, uh, of infl- infl- uh, inflation. Excuse me. Uh, Losing the words here, folks. You know how I get sometimes. I get heated up on the show and I, I just lose my words. It's okay. It's okay. I'm very passionate of what I try to do here on the show. But, folks, that was the great, great Senator uh, Steve Daines representing his great state there in um, of uh, Montana. Basically rolling out uh, what's going on there in Montana. And like he said, like the senator said, it's basic economics, folks. Supply and demand. When wages go up, uh, people will work. It's a sad complimentary uh, 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 that American citizens can make more on unemployment than they can with a lot of available jobs. And that's what this, 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 uh, this presidential administration is influencing. Yeah, they're they're saying, oh, we'll give you three hundred dollars. I mean, folks. I mean, you know, sadly, that's sometimes that's more than an, you know a part time or you know a low uh, wage full time job. You know. But you know, uh, folks, this is what's going on. And this is and this is what the uh, this is what the president is basically uh, illustrating here, that uh, America needs to pay better. Starving people will work for any wage. That's nothing to be proud of. I mean, literally, right? Literally, you offer somebody a three hundred dollar check, folks, to stay home. They're gonna stay home. I mean, you know, I mean, basically, right? I mean, you even had a, a representative AOC. Uh, from the Bronx, right? The bartenders say, you know, why work 70 plus hours and bust your ass when you don't have to do that anymore and you can stay home? Folks, these are your elected officials literally influencing this crap. It's going on every single day. Seriously. I mean, why work when you can make more per week on unemployment? Seriously, what does that sound like? That sounds like a socialist uh, uh, definition. And I, only in 
Only in socialism does the government pay you not to work. Then they shut that off and you do what they tell you to do if you want more money, right? Then you become what what I've been saying for months. You become Biden's sheep. Yeah, little sheepdogs walking around. You know, because when they shut that off, you'll do anything. You'll do anything that they, they, they tell you if you want more money to survive in this country. That's where America is going under this leadership. And it's scary, folks. It's scary. Maybe. Just maybe. This is my solution to everything. Maybe this administration, folks, needs to stop worrying about illegal immigrants and start worrying about the real crisis in this country. Poverty, homelessness, people not willing to work anymore, racial division, work ethic, etc., etc., etc. Maybe that's the, the main focus on this country. Maybe that's what this administration needs to start worrying about. Just maybe. I'm so glad to hear a senator like Steve Daines talking about this. I mean, we need that type of leadership in government. That's the type of government you want to represent you. Not this liberal, socialist type of government that's right now in the White House. Because, folks, that's, that's, that's that type of government. That's literally destroying our infrastructure. It's destroying our way of life. It's destroying our economy. They are literally killing the principles of this country. Literally. It's, it's, it's bad, folks. It really is. It's really bad stuff when you have a, a, a damn president that cares more about the damn vaccinations than the real crisis that we have in this country. We have a labor crisis, folks. We have a humanitarian crisis and a threat at our southern border. We have conflict with our biggest ally in the world, Israel, and we have a president that looks around with five different heads and doesn't know what to do. I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you. All right, folks. uh, Welcome back. Uh, On to other news here. On to other news. Uh, Now, (laughs) now the radical left, including Biden, I'm sure Biden has his hands on this one, too is now saying that every Trump supporter that was participating in the January 6th uh, Capitol Hill, they're calling it the riot, they're calling it the evasion, uh, so many words, so many titles to that, is now suggesting that they should be put on a no-fly list. Can you believe that, folks? Literally, a no-fly list. That's what they're they're calling it now. 
That's what they're calling it. They want to be put on a no-fly list. Check this out, guys. ...has demanded that Trump supporters who attended the January 6th Capitol rally all be added to the federal government's no-fly list. The insurrectionists who breach the U.S. Capitol fall under the definition of threats to the homeland and should be immediately added to the TSA no-fly list. Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson echoed that call, lumping in what he called violent protesters who have yet to get their day in court with anyone who entered the Capitol. Last week, the chair of the House Homeland Security Committee called on the TSA and the FBI to put any violent perpetrators, including anyone who entered the Capitol, on the no-fly list. On Monday, no-fly list began trending on Twitter. This overbroad dragnet swept up young Trump supporter and America First show host Nick Fuentes two weeks ago when he tried to board several flights from Chicago to Florida, where he was scheduled to speak at an anti-censorship rally that he co-organized. Oh yeah, 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 folks. This is uh, this is what the, this is what they want. They want to be put on a no-fly list. Yeah, because they invaded the Capitol and they 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 were uh, they were domestic terrorists and this. And, folks, I I don't know. I I I didn't uh, I didn't see any type of uh, 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 violence there. I mean, you know, should have. They entered the federal building and everything. Yeah, they should have done it in another way. I mean, they should have maybe protested. You know, they do have a right to protest. They should have done it outside. I think they went a little extreme by entering the building. I mean, if you've asked me, right? I mean, I don't know. You can invest in the legal cannabis industry with just $5. Americans bought 71% more cannabis in 2020 than in 2019. Legal cannabis has been the fastest growing job sector in the U.S. since 2017. Get stash. And but I showed up to the airport today to fly down to Florida from Chicago where I live. And I was told, basically, that I've been put on a no-fly list by the federal government. And I know some people are saying, some people are casting aspersions on this and saying... Um, you know, where's the proof and something like this. Uh, but I called the TSA and they say that this is actually confidential law enforcement information when you're put on the no-fly list. So they don't actually give you warning. They don't send you a letter. They don't give you notice. You actually don't even find out that you're on the no-fly list until you're refused the ability to board a plane. And even then, they don't confirm or deny whether or not that's the case. And there's no way I can get on this plane? No, you cannot allow, they're not letting you fly with Southwest. With Southwest? I'm but not sure maybe about other airlines. Delta maybe? I'm not sure. Okay. I know that was a TSA number. I'm not sure if you're blocked from all, just a no flight list. Did they Did give you, you a reason? No. It's a no fly list you said? I'm not sure. Okay. All right. That was, uh, that was a sound clip, you guys. You heard uh, Nick Fluentis uh, was trying to get a, um, a flight from Chicago. Um, uh, I believe it was going to Florida, right? Yeah, it was going down to Florida to speak at a, um, at a, at a special event. And they said he could not fly from Chicago. He couldn't fly because he was put on a no-fly list. 
because he's a Trump supporter? And then when he tried to, I guess he went to avenues where, you know, why he was not put on a fly list. And their response was, uh, we don't have any further information. Can you believe that, folks? If this is the new principle for supporting somebody, okay, and there's so much hatred on this president that they're willing to put you on a no-fly list because uh, you 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 uh, uh, you support a, uh, a a a a president that may be a little different from any other president in the past. Can you believe this garbage, folks? This is this is oh boy. Distraction, folks. That's what it is. They will do anything to keep the lie going that January 6th was the worst disaster in America. What a crock. What a crock of crap. I mean, literally. Anybody got a crock pot? You can put that right back in your crock pot. What a a crock of shit. Literally. There are so many places that they need to be focusing on, folks. Like criminals, human traffickers, and drugs at the border. How about a national security there, huh? Yeah. How about that, Biden? How about how about that, Mr. Liberals or Mrs. Liberals? How about focusing on the real problems at hand, the real crisis that we have in the country? And you're going to put somebody on a no-fly list because they don't they don't uh, they don't agree with your narrative, folks. This is not only an attack on our freedom but an attack on our liberties. What the hell is going on in this country? It's Democrats. I'll tell you what. That's what's going on. The Democrats are doing anything that they can to over-dramatize any incident where there might have been conservatives, but not a word about any trouble last year. Oh, they're not going to talk about the riots and looting uh, formed by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Are they going to talk about that? No, you'll just hear Pelosi ramble saying, oh, you know, people just do things. Uh, you know, that's, they just do things. I mean, yeah, she actually said that, folks. She actually made a public announcement saying, yeah, people just do things when they're upset. Oh, okay. Well, how about, uh, how about when they actually did it, Pelosi, and then they destroyed businesses, looted from people that saved their entire lives on building up that small business, that coffee shop, that flower shop over there on the Lower East Side, anywhere in the country. How about talking about that, Pelosi, instead of, instead of uh, talking about crap that has nothing to do with this country? You care about more of illegal immigrants than you do of your own district. Look at your district. It's falling apart. You have more homeless in the San Francisco area of California. Focus on the homeless crisis that you have. Focus on bettering their lives, rolling out programs that influence them to get jobs and better their lives instead of living off the streets. But you don't care about that, do you, Pelosi? No. No. You'll see her later on post a video on social media rolling out more ice cream. It was a joke. Couldn't believe that when I seen that last year. Folks, this is... This is the sort of thing 
that can happen to people who don't conform. I mean, literally, it's like you better fall in line. The government has more power at their disposal. Literally. I mean, we've seen the DOJ. It's already weaponized and they're willing to use that power over its people. I mean, look what's going on today in America. I thought it was for the meaning for the people, by the people, right? What happened to that political message? Uh, I haven't heard that message being spilled out anywhere in this country. I, I don't think we've heard that in a good almost 100 years, right? Give or take. Now it's like the opposite. For the government, by the government. First of all, they have it backwards, folks. And I'm sure the, you, the listener, can agree with this. That... We don't work for the government. The government works for us. Because if we don't work, they don't get paid. Yeah. What do you think your taxes go to, folks? Yeah. It's time to wake up. Wake up and understand where the hell this country is going. Maxine Waters has taken office. The 43rd district has only gotten worse. But Maxine, nowhere to be found. I'm from this neighborhood. Maxine isn't. Coming home after serving 13 and a half years in the U.S. Navy, I was shocked to find my community still in ruins. You would think that as a black leader in a minority majority district, your prime responsibility will be to improve our communities. But that's not the case with Maxine. Since she's been in office, things have only gotten worse here in South Central Los Angeles. But she wouldn't know. She's too busy in Washington, D.C., making deals with lobbyists. In D.C., making deals with lobbyists to line her own pockets with money. The only thing that's gone up faster than Maxine's net worth is homelessness in our district. One out of every five people in District 43 are living below the poverty line. One out of every three children are being raised in poverty. We have poor quality jobs and poor quality education. And gangs have taken over our streets. Violent crime in South L.A. is off the charts. In the first two weeks of 2021, this area had 59 shooting victims, compared to only seven last year. But it's no surprise that violence has gone up in Maxine's district, considering she endorses violence. She's encouraged her constituents to harass and attack her political opponents. In the speech, she gave in public, on camera, with no shame. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, you get out and you create a crowd. And she thinks that's okay. Isn't that considered inciting violence? Maxine's policies is keeping our community down. It's keeping our people oppressed. South Los Angeles deserves better. Instead of adding fuel to the political fires of division in America like Maxine, I think it's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild South Los Angeles. It's time to fix our homeless problem. Revamp our education system rebuild our infrastructure and slash taxes bring high paying jobs to the district and end poverty introduce financial literacy programs into our schools so our children can learn how to build generational wealth the political establishment has failed our community on both sides 
It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. We need to unite. We can rebuild our districts, but we need people to represent us who come from our neighborhoods. Maxine is 82 years old. She's represented Los Angeles in Congress for over 47 years, and she hasn't done anything. She doesn't even live here, but I do. I'm Joe Collins, and I'm running against Maxine Waters. It's time for something different. All right, folks, I'm going to close it up here soon, but uh, I was just getting into the uh, the no-fly list here, uh, putting Trump supporters on the no-fly list and people that were uh, attending the uh, the, uh, the January 6th Capitol uh, event. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to get into that uh, very much, but I want to plug in here on the show a, a, a sound clip of something that's kind of uh, going viral now on the Internet. Um, uh, basically, uh, kind of reflecting the whole, um, January 6th, uh, calling it an insurrection, a riot, it just whatever, you know, it was a protest that went a little extreme. Don't get me wrong about that. You know, they, like I said, eh, they should have done it outside, maybe voice their opinion, their, their train of thought, you know, I, I think going into the actual, uh, capital, uh, building itself was a little extreme in my uh my opinion but uh you know who, who who's to blame right i mean who's to say that right but uh but you know i mean like i said it they, they've got a little they went a little crazy on that they they have but i, I want to plug into the show here of uh of 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 actually uh something that surfaced the internet uh just a few days ago Oh, you got to check this out. This is uh, this is new footage now from the January 6th Capitol incident. Uh, this is basically uh, coming out of the Daily Caller. You can go on their Facebook page and check out the uh, video there on um, the Daily Caller, which is also uh, American Voices, the Facebook page. I'm going to plug it into my show here. Uh, cops literally were actually allowing them to say their piece. Uh, they weren't destroying anything like the uh, mainstream media was uh, was uh, was basically uh, uh, saying on a lot of platforms. They destroyed things and going this and doing that. I mean, literally, you had cops literally having uh, these protesters basically have their way, you know, inside the Capitol building. Uh, you got to check this out. Listen to this, guys.
So I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to plug it more in the show here. But basically, this footage, folks, this is brand new footage that's going viral right now on the internet. This footage shows what happened, what exactly happened in the Senate chamber. Okay? And you just heard a man saying, you know, get back up. He was a Trump supporter. He he was basically getting all of the reaction from the media. The media saying, oh, they're destroying everything in the Capitol and this and that. These people, folks, are getting, like, misinformed here. Okay? First of all, you look at the video. They're not destroying anything. They're inside the Capitol. The police, they're pleading with the police saying, you know, we want to say our piece and this and that. The police probably could arrest them for trespassing on federal property, but they didn't do that. They allowed them to have their peace. Uh, listen to more of this. This is, like I said, folks, this is brand new footage uh, that, I mean, I don't even think that the media is, has even reported on. Check this out, guys. Hey, man. Glad to see you guys. You guys are Patriots. Look at this guy. He's got covered in blood. God bless you. Yes, sir. You good, sir? You need medical attention? I'm good. Thank you, sir. I got shot in the face. Where are you? I got shot in the face with some kind of plastic bullet. Any chance I can get you guys yeah. to leave the Senate wing? We will. I've been making sure they ain't disrespecting the place. Okay. I just want to let you guys know this is like the sacredest place. Folks, like I said, uh, uh, you could you could check that video out on uh, on uh, American Voices Facebook page. Um, this is something that you probably won't see on mainstream media. Like I said, folks, they're voicing their American political uh, message that they have under the Constitution. Uh, police were basically there to make sure that there was uh, there was no destruction. They weren't disrespecting anything in any order, which they weren't. But the media blew it all up in front of America, saying that they were destroying the Capitol. It was an insurrection. There was violence. There was none of that. I mean, look at the video. Like I said, head over to the Facebook page, American Voices. You'll see that video in its entirety. They were not destroying anything. Like I said, I don't agree with them entering the building. They should have done it in another fashion, but you see police officers there in that video literally allowing these protesters to literally voice their political opinion. But on to other things, on to other things, folks. Um, news here, Donald Trump, yes, Donald Trump is uh, is is literally uh, going to be getting back into the rallies. Yes, Donald Trump coming back into the rallies. Uh, coming this summer, I'm told he's going to be starting to hold uh, some rallies here in the summer at uh, at a lot of different types of airports in the countries, uh, in the in the countries in the country. Uh, I got to get a glass of water. Hold on, folks. Hold on here. Let me get a glass of water. Um, 
But yeah, I'm told that uh, that Trump is going to be uh, getting back in the uh, in the rally uh, game pretty much um, uh, starting this summer. Uh, Trump is uh, is going to be uh, holding rallies. Uh, could we see a potential 2024 uh, uh, campaign, uh, a ticket here for uh, for Trump? I mean, could could we see that? Could we see Trump uh, running for presidency in 2024? Uh, we would love to see that, folks. I think that is now becoming the image uh, of a prayer uh, for him to do that. Because, I mean, God willing, folks, we need Trump back uh, in the Oval White House. I, I mean, uh, we, we need him back in the Oval Office. We do. Uh, we need Trump more than anything. And I really think that um, uh, I, he belongs there. Um of course, we're told that uh, Trump is uh, going to be leaving uh, his Mar-a-Lago uh, winter home uh, where he's been since uh, he left office uh, back in January. He's been in, uh, in Mar-a-Lago uh, since January uh, for his post-White uh, House residency, and he is going to be heading up to his uh, New Jersey uh, uh, estate in uh, Bedmester, New Jersey. Uh, and I'm told he will be there for the remaining of the summer going into the uh, the early fall. So, uh, yes, Trump heading back up to the north northeast. Uh, not New York, but we're told that he will be making regular stops there at the uh, Trump Towers there in New York City in Ma- Ma- Manhattan. Um, on to other news, folks, here before I close it out. Uh, 64%, there's a new poll now, 64% believe Harris will become president before Biden's term ends. Oh boy, that's um, that's a doozer, folks. A new poll from uh, McLaughlin and uh, Associates found that a majority of voters believe that President Joe Biden will not complete or excuse me, complete his first term in office and that Vice President Kamala Harris will fill this position. Uh, folks, uh, that's, 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 a, that's a dead giveaway. Uh, I think that we, uh, we're starting to see that uh, or we have seen that uh, before Biden was even going to take uh, the presidency role. Uh, we all knew that uh, Biden was put there as a pawn, and eventually Kamala Harris was going to uh, uh, take over the role as president. Um, uh, you know, the survey, which gathered uh, responses from May 12th to May 18th, and has a sample size of more than 1,000 voters, found, like I said, that 64% of those who took part in the study have uh, very little confidence that Biden will complete uh, his full term in office. It's also saying that it's likely that Harris will be be the president before the next election. Another 30% stated that they believe it is very likely that Harris will take over for Biden and assume the presidency. Of those that responded to the question of how likely it is that Vice President Kamala Harris will be the president before the end of Joe Biden's four-year term, 77% of Republicans and also 50% of Democrats said it's highly likely. 
51% of Biden voters in 2020 general election stated that they have little faith in Biden concluding the full term in office. What? His voters that actually supported him now have no confidence in Biden whatsoever. Well, if they don't have no confidence in Biden whatsoever, why the hell did they vote for the man in the first place? Uh, you know, folks, I, I, I want to, I want to believe it, but I don't believe it. That's how it's it's showing more that this election was literally stolen from Donald Trump, and I and and I do believe that, folks. I do believe that this election uh, could be the most fraudulent election in American political history. Uh, it's going to go down in the record books. I, I'm, I, I, I tell you right now. I mean... If we could see Kamala Harris as vice president, excuse me, as president, and then guess who's in line for vice president, folks? Well, that would be the third in line of command, which is Nancy Pelosi. So could we see a two female role as president and vice president? Oh, that's scary, folks. If times are bad now, oh boy, the image of what America could be like under these two women is very scary. With that being said, folks, thank you for tuning into today's podcast. I hope you all uh, liked it. You learned something from it. And as always, we hope to see you on the next one. Thanks a lot, guys. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast, an anchor platform.